Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. We back at it. Pro Prospects with my boy Max. As always, how you doing today, Max? Doing very well, sir. How are you? It's We're talking about the quarterbacks, Juan. And what the heck do you look for in a quarterback? But just wait. We got to thank all the people who are listening, watching us, all the subscribers, anyone who's ever liked our video, anybody who even dislike it. We like the hate. <laughs> That's what I live for, everybody. And you know where to find us on, at Max and Wancast and on Instagram and Twitter at Max underscore Wancast one. What do you look for in a quarterback? Uh, there's so many things to look for. There's I mean, fucking guy. I mean, there is so many things. Uh I mean, automatically arm. You got to have a certain type of arm strength. Number two, you got to have a certain type of pizzazz, that moxie, that it factor. I feel like if you don't have that to a certain extent, you're not going to get anywhere. Do you care if the guy's a winner? Not necessarily a winner, but I do think he has to have a certain type of confidence. Like, so when you say Baker confidence, they're rational. I, I feel like with moxie, what I take it as is like, in big moments, he shows up and just like you see, like he's like always trying his hardest. Like you could say Deshaun Watson didn't really show a lot of moxie in Clemson. He wasn't like the most outspoken guy, but his play on the field was like did well, the talking for him. Well, what are you going to do when chaos is around you? You got 300 and plus pound linemen coming after you trying to kill you, trying to kill you. And you're trying to process everything on the field. You're the most valuable player on the field. So that's what I think that, of course, takes into to account. I think it's one of the hardest, obvious positions to scout because everything goes into it, you know. Um, you can't just have talent. Talent can only get you so far. But the quarterback position, you need to know the X's and O's. And this draft class, not as good as the past quarterback classes, especially last year. We had a historic one last year, and um, I, I think this is the best way to say it. Let's just say Malik Willis is the number one quarterback. Where would he factor in to last year's draft? I think he's firmly in last place, even after a project in Trey Lance. Yeah. And that just shows how good last year's was. And I mean, obviously, after a year like last year, it's gonna look a little shittier. It's it's like the guy who went after Vince Carter in the dunk contest after he did the three sixty windmill. A three sixty doesn't look the same right after. So right. Unless you're like a Trevor Lawrence type guy, Zach Wilson, like elite quarterback prospects, you're going to look a little crappier. That doesn't mean these guys are going to be bad pros. We'll probably have a star come out of this. It's just who knows. It typically happens. Like the year we got Blake Bortles and Teddy Bridgewater, that wasn't the star quarterback. It was Derek Carr in the second round. And But it could be a year like 2013 where it's EJ Manuel and we don't really know what's going on. Geno Smith falls out the first. (laughs) Got to come back to the draft the second day. (laughs) So with that being said, you know how we start these videos off with the superlatives. Superlatives. There you go. So one, who has the best arm in this draft? Matt Corral. 
Matt Corral. No. I like his arm. Go with Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the most accurate quarterback in the draft? Sam Howell. I went with Matt Corral. I like his ball placement the best. Yeah. Most most mobile. Malik Willis. Desmond Ritter. I'm, I disagree. I think Malik. Straight line speed, maybe. I think Malik's better at making guys miss, but I don't think he's got that gear. I don't Isn't know. Isn't that mobility? It is in a sense, but I also like how Desmond Ritter can kind of get out of the pocket and just like go go. Like I feel like he's quicker than he is fast. I don't know. Not bad for a running back. Not bad for a running back, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's Malik Willis's one B. So and then who's the highest ceiling in this draft? If it all works together, and I guess with this draft we can combine highest ceiling and boom and bust. As Malik one. Willis. As Malik Willis, dude. Yeah. And then the most pro ready? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett it is. I I want to disagree with you, but it would just be false. It's just I don't want to just make lie or just disagree with you for content's sake. It's just that's the reality for me. With that being said, Juan, what is your list looking like? Oh, man. Start from the top. Okay. Number one, Kenny Pickett. Number two, Matt Corral. Number three, Malik Willis. Number four, Sam Howell. And number five, Desmond Ritter. I have Kenny Pickett at one also. And then wow. I follow it up with Malik Willis at two, Matt Corral at three, so a flip-flop, followed by Desmond Ritter at four, and five, Carson Strong. I have Sam Howell off my top five. Is it because he six. looks like Baker? No, it's not. It's <laughs> we'll not. get it. But... It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I like it. Let's start with the number one guy. Let's let's start with Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Um, we already know about Kenny Pickett's hands. You know, he has eight-and-a-half-inch hands. For reference, that's ten. Everybody, I did the measuring myself. Hold on, hold on. Let's get oh, a close-up. Yeah, yeah, get the close-up. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. That's 10, everybody. <laughs> sorry, let me try to turn it. That's 10. And I didn't even do none of the cheesy things they do to stretch out their hands. But does it does it, how big a deal is hand size? Um, I would say this. If he didn't wear the gloves, I'd be less concerned. The gloves coupled with the small hands are like you. Can you really grip the ball that good without the gloves? And I don't then, think it matters. I mean, I just, I just personally don't like the gloves, man. I think it's just kind of. He's like, been wearing it forever, though. He's it's, had small hands forever. Yeah, but I just think so many guys have average hands. Patrick Mahomes, didn't but have he big doesn't hands. have average. He has league defining small. I don't think it's gonna matter. I really I, don't. I think in the terms of just maybe like, you know, everyone's going to say he played in pit. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Okay. That's fine. I just want to see how it like, is he going to be one of those guys where as soon as he gets brushed, the ball's going to pop out. And it's different when you play in pit than the NFL. It's just a different league, but it's not a deal breaker for me from what I saw in the film. He has a small hands. Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be kind of an issue moving forward with the gloves. Did it scare me enough to not rank him? Number one. No, it didn't. What I loved about Kenny Pickett. He's not a bad athlete at all. He ran a four seven, and you look at him. He's like you look at him here. Obviously, going to go first thing in your head's like he's white. He's not mobile. That's not true. Yeah, he's not going to be the NFL athlete that runs away from people. Like a lot of the freak edges are faster than him, but he can move plenty in space. His arm strength one. I'm not just like wow. He's got a cannon for an arm, but it's never going to be a problem. Yeah, it's never going to be the arm where it's like damn. I'm going to have to throw a 40 yard deep ball on a rope. I'm not sure I can get it there, but it'll scare pl- teams plenty. Look, the the thing, the whole thing with Kenny Pickett, 
besides the the hand thing. To me, Joe Burrow made this kid. I feel like if Joe Burrow wasn't successful, we wouldn't be talking about Kenny Pickett. I think it is alarming that a kid who only threw for like 2,000 yards the year before this, and all of a sudden he put it together and he's on the map in his senior year, finally figured it out, is going in the draft high. And I think that is a questionable offense for him. So it, it scares me. He's also old. He's the same age right he's now old. as Jordan Love. Yeah. So it's sketch. kind of scary. But um, but he has talent. Like this year's tape, I liked it. I, I thought he can read NFL defenses. Um, He can look down the barrel of a gun and deliver a ball without any fear. He doesn't get scattered, scattery with his feet. I like his processing speed, like where he's like identify it quick. And, you know, every once in a while he'll stare down a receiver. But that's just every NFL quarterback. Sometimes they see a matchup you love and it's like, I want to make sure I get this freaking thing. Yeah. So it's not a deal breaker for me. And I like his mechanics. I love his throwing motion. Yeah. It's solid. You're not like, damn, why is it such a long, uh, deliberate windup? It's not like that. And I, I was actually impressed with his throw on the run. It's not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, but it's decent enough to survive, especially in today's NFL where most quarterbacks aren't just statues sitting back there like a Joe Flacco. Yeah, and it's rare to really find a guy like that in today's era. Mm-hmm. It, it really is because like everyone wants to talk shit about, you know, like the Joe Flacco's and the Peyton Manning. Like say Mac Jones coming out last year. That was the big knock. He's a yeah. statue back there. And I don't and I don't even think you need to be athletic to miss guys in the pocket to have pocket presence. Phillip Rivers, one of the most underrated guys I feel like, who was able to dodge sacks. And he wasn't a mobile guy. Tom, look at Tom Brady. Forty-five year old Tom Brady is a master of manipulating the pocket, and I think Kenny Pickett, he's okay at that right now. Yeah, but it's really not a. I would say it's not a college skill because even Kenny Pickett doesn't take traditional dropbacks. Yeah, a lot of it's I'm in the gun, I'm in the gun, clap my hands, bullshit, bullshit. Once he gets to the NFL, he gets around a quarterback coach, and he's going to say, "Hey, Kenny, right here, just step up in the pocket. Hey, you don't feel the guy, just move half a step to the right, and then you have a clean throwing lane." Yeah. Kenny Pickett, to me, is the safest bet in this draft class. Um, even if he's not a top-tier starter, like say Pittsburgh gets him, that immediately is an upgrade over Big Ben the last couple of years. Yeah. The scary thing also, maybe he's hit his ceiling. Maybe yeah, this I, is I all it is. I think his ceiling to the point where he's low-end starter, high-end backup. And maybe that's a little scary in the first round, but like I said, I wouldn't take Kenny Pickett anyone in the top 15. No. I'll never touch him. None of these quarterbacks. Correct. And look, I, I just want to clarify this. I think a very strong point. I forgot who I heard this from. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah. But um, he was saying early on in the process, in the draft process, you know, all the scouts are watching all year. This is during the NFL season. And the words were the, the rumors were coming out like, yeah, this is not going to be a good quarterback class. And all the scouts were saying, I don't think there's a single first round pick. And it was that way until the season ended and the coaches got a hold of the film. They started watching the film. And he says, All the coaches, it's just a lot different. Every coach feels like they can fix the guy 100%. And, and then- that's the problem. And you know what? I 100% believe that. And in my opinion, None of these guys are first rounders. I wouldn't touch them in the first round. I would touch Kenny Pickett earliest second. 
Second no, rounder. I would touch him late first if you're a quarterback. If you're Pittsburgh and you're picking at the end of the first round, why not? Get that fifth-year option. Fifth-year option, just in whatever, case. Whatever, just get it. This isn't top-end talent. Like, maybe one of these guys might get there, but it's, like, really a projection. And, like, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, it's just not at the level you want to see from a starting or first-round quarterback, for that matter. No. And the truth is, one – we could we could factor in the way the quarterback movement has gone this offseason to understanding, hey, look at how much teams don't want to draft a quarterback. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks are just taken. Or a lot of quarterback spots are just well, taken. Well, one, yeah, there's not a lot of jobs out there. And I mean, think about it. We just had five rookie quarterbacks enter the league or six. No. Those jobs aren't open anymore. No. They're not going to just replace them. Somebody's going to get overdrafted. And it's, it just takes one team to fall in love with you. Like yeah. you can't see a team falling in love with Matt Corral or Malik Willis. Like that's the reason I have Malik Willis at two. If you want to get into it, it's just when you watch, if you watch Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis practice, you're going to automatically think, damn, Malik Willis got this guy on talent. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Kenny Pickett. Malik Willis, dude, he has the arm strength. He has the ability to move in the pocket. Not excuse me, not move in the pocket, but just be a runner. Like he's dynamic as shit. But it's just scary when you look at the offense he played in one. How impressed were you impressed with his progression skills? I was like, holy shit, dude! Can you look anywhere else? How many times do you throw the ball over the middle of the field? How many times do you throw an NFL route? Yeah. yeah, you can throw the ball sixty yards, but if you can't hit fucking water out of a boat, it's not worth it. Yeah. Shout out to our video, but this Malik Willis was literally the inspiration to that video. That was the whole reason why that nah, me and I mean, a little trail hands in there, too. No, but it, w- it was really Malik Willis who sparked it because of the things I was hearing about Malik. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but everyone is going to think that they can get their hands on this kid and they're going to turn him into a guy like Josh Allen, a project QB. And it's just simply it's simply unfair because these guys are going to be held to a different standard, which is just not fair. It's just not not fair fair at all. And Malik Willis, is he an interesting prospect? Yes, but he is raw as shit. He's a project. He has a lot of work to do. What do you like about him? Just off that. I mean, he can make people miss. He's very agile. He's not He's not a fast that guy. That doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence when that's the number one thing you right. said about my quarterback. And the arm the arm talent. I it's mean, I'm there. sorry. The Zach, everyone wants to point to the Zach Wilson pro day because everyone's throwing that stupid freaking deep ball. And everyone's impressing people with that throw. Yeah. You know what throw I'm talking, talking yeah, yeah, about? Where he's drifting left. Yeah, everyone's yeah, starting yeah, to yeah. do it because uh, Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson did it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that doesn't that doesn't wow me. Like your film at the end of the day is what I'm gonna go off of. Not a throw that you're doing in basketball shorts. Sorry, kid. Like doesn't impress me. No, I agree with you. And you look at the college offense, it's all RPO heavy, it's little dumb screens. When he pulls down the ball, I didn't see him look to throw it. He's like, Okay, I'm gonna pull it down. I'm at liberty, I'm the best athlete on the field. I'm just gonna run. Yeah. And can you coach that guy out of that? Is that guy gonna get to the NFL and be like I'm the best athlete here. And then he's going to get destroyed by Fred Warner yeah, or anyone like that. I didn't see a lot of touch throws. It was like, I'm going to throw a bullet. I'm going to throw a deep ball. And it, that same thing we said about Trey Lance. It's like, hey, 
can you show me some diversity with your throws? Can you fit a ball over a middle linebacker under the safety? No. That's an NFL throw. And he's a small dude. When it when I mean by small is yeah, he's 220, which is good. He's six feet tall. That's not a big quarterback. Yeah. And I, I know I'm gonna sound like an old man, but you know, height matters to me at quarterback a little bit because you see Kyler Murray every F and year. People are going to point to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's an anomaly. Yeah. And he has a kind of a wonky, like, uh, release. It, sometimes it's kind clean. Kind of Trey Lance-like. Sometimes it's clean. Sometimes it's like, it's like what Very the hell? Where are your feet going? Your your foot's pointed at 12 o'clock. You're going to the left, all the way to the left. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And there's no pocket presence. There's absolutely nothing, but it's college offense. He's never been taught that. A lot of work to do with this kid. And like you were talking about the Josh Allen video, which you guys should all check out, by the way. How many teams are going to give this kid three years to grow into who he could be? Exactly. That's not how the if he goes to Pittsburgh, I'd be like, he could be it. If he goes to freaking let's just say he went to a shitty team like the the Texans. It's like, oh, we're gonna clean house in a year. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Look, I liked Willis more than Matt Corral just because I like the upside and I just like the arm talent a little more. Right. Matt Corral is more accurate than him. There's no doubt about that if you want to get into your number two quarterback because I had him at three. Yeah, and I just think Matt Corral has a lot more pro skills than yeah. Malik Willis. I, I I really do. like. I like his arm better. I definitely like the accuracy. Um, it was very close between, between him and Sam for most accurate with him and Matt Corral. But you brought up something that was very interesting about Matt Corral if you want to say it. Well, I just I heard I read a stat online that he only took 130 dropbacks that wasn't an RPO or a screen. And I'm like, like in my notes, a con is the biggest bullshit college offense I've seen yet. And it's unreal. It's it's hard to me when it's like you've never you don't do it enough. Like we want to talk about Trey Lance. Yeah, that's a problem too. You never drop back. You never look at the defense like they go left to center to right, back to left. That's a big deal to me. So when all you're throwing is RPOs, is that the college? Is that you? Is that not your in your skill set? How do we develop that? Because it's not like you go from college, which is 20%, to the NFL, which is 25. You go from like 20 to like 100. And that's scary to me, man. I like Matt Corral. I know he had the ankle injury or leg injury. Not a big deal. He'll be fine. He, I like how he can throw off platform. That's yeah. what I liked about him. I like how he's more athletic than you think. But I hated a lot of the crap I saw out of the offense. So I'm not sure if that's offense or that's him. I wish I could, like, interview the kid. Exactly. See where his mind capacity is with football. You know how, like, Steve Mariucci does it with the whiteboard. talking. He starts talking about personal stuff, and then he's like, all right, explain the play that I just broke down two minutes did, ago. <laughs> did you think when he pulled the ball down that he just took off too much, or did you like his, like, balance of, like, I like to run, I like to pass? I, I really did like his balance. Like, I'm not as high as him as like a Chris Sims is, you know. I think he had him. No, at, he had at number one. one. I, I didn't see that. I think Pickett's way better than him. Come, especially right now, he could be better than Pickett. I, I think he, at the end of the day, has more talent than Kenny Pickett. He, his arm to me is plenty, plenty. It's bigger than Joe Burrow's arm, in my opinion. But I would say his deep ball needs work. Yeah. Needs to be a little more accurate. And then, like I said, we just need him to be more consistent. We need to see him take some drop back passes. I had him at three because I had more questions. I had some, just a little bit more questions than Malik Willis, as dumb as that sounds, because there's so many questions about both of them. <laughs> I like Malik Willis. Like, the questions, at least I could see, like, elite talent. I could see very good talent out of yeah. Matt Corral. Yeah. And 
Oh shoot! Uh, play. Oh, we didn't get player comps for Malik. Yeah, big arm Jalen Hurts. Yeah, uh, it was hard for Pint me. Size Cam. I had. I thought Jalen Hurts too. A uh, little bit of. I guess a ceiling will be Dak Prescott, a finished product. Pint size Dak. Yeah. I mean, who's your who's your ceiling for Corral? Uh, Corral. I had. Let me double check real quick. Matt Corral. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. No. I put either good Marcus Mariota or Sam somewhere <laughs> somewhere in Sam Darnoldville. Sam Darnold. Man, I was such a big fan of Sam Darnold. I just feel like I can see the Sam, like with the mechanics wise, you know, yeah, with the feet. And kind of the backyard football type thing he does and this no. kind of the running, but there's a lot to like about Matt Corral. There yeah. really is. But um I I would if I'm going for a project, I feel more safer with Corral than Malik. Malik's a riskier project. I'd agree with you. Yeah. But but I you're going for the ceiling. Yeah, that's what it came down to me with ceiling. Like I have questions about both, but at least some of the questions about Matt Corral is like And you like the arm better. Yeah, that's what I was, the arm. The question is like, does he have like all like he doesn't have the supreme talent of a Malik? I don't know. It's so hard to pick these two guys. Man, this was a hard one to pick, man. Like my number four was Desmond Ritter. You have him at five. Look, let's just get into him real quick, man. Um, he had a great season at Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, you're gonna hear the shit. He's a winner, all that all that bullshit team people say about players that aren't supremely talented. Look, this dude's an athlete, man. Six three and a half, two hundred ten pounds, four five forty. That's really good. Thirty six inch vert. It's not as important to me if a quarterback's freaky athletic like this dude because a few of my cons are just athleticism and running ability. I don't like his bullshit throwing motion. I don't like his bullshit college offense. His mechanics suck. Yeah, feet bad, everything bad. Dude, how many times did you watch and the ball gets batted? Too many. Especially the game against Bama. I felt like every ball he threw was batted. But like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel kind of with that dude. When it's on, it's on. Like you know, he's a trash talker, gamer, whatever. Don't like that's cool to me. To me, it, it's I kind of compare it to your to your opinion on Jalen Suggs in the NBA draft. How you're like when the first thing you you bring up with a player and it's not his arm strength or talent. It's just it's it's winner. Like, he's a winner. You know, sorry, Tim Tebow was a winner too. But Patrick Mahomes sucked in college, so I guess you know. Right. So like to me, that's great. Like that is part of it. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, that's part of it. But you need the talent to go with it. And to me, he has a small frame. Uh, like you said, the mechanical issues. And as fast as he is, his pocket presence is not that good. It's not like he can make guys miss in the pocket. No, he just looks to run. That's what I like. He when he looks to run, he's gone. And I'm that's why I put him as the most mobile because like I like Malik's the most elusive, but this dude is fast. He can kind of move a little bit. He's a little strong, but overall, he leaves so much to be desired in the throwing aspect of things. No. It really worries me, man. And if you told me in five years he could be a top tw- like 15 quarterback, I'd be like, maybe. Be maybe. He's a bridge quarterback to me, and that's why I have him. Uh, I mean, I love, the Q- I love the kid. You get him in the fifth round and take a shot at him, say, fuck right. it. But if you touch this kid in the first round, you're nuts. I have Ty- uh, Tyrod Taylor. For Mitchell him. Trubisky. It's a great one. 
guy that got overdrafted. I hope he doesn't go too like fucking Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, risk it for the Ritter. I mean, some people love Ritter, and it's because of all those other things. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really care if my quarterback can talk trash. I'd rather just him be a baller. Yeah. Speaking of talking trash, let's get into my third guy. Uh, or no, actually fourth, fourth. guy. Yeah, you got Sorry. Sam Howell. Yeah, four. Sam Howell from North Carolina. Okay, so right off bat, this guy looks like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and I feel like that's why he gets a little like a little bit of hate for him. And surprisingly, that's my pro comp. As far as a football player coming out, I think he's very accurate. Um, this season, his draft rankings went down because obviously he lost so many people on his offense. Just think of all the North Carolina guys who got drafted last year. Javante Williams, Deami yeah. Brown, I believe the other North Michael Car- Carter, Michael Carter, and then the other receiver on the other side got drafted. I'm forgetting his name, but oh yeah, I can't yeah, remember it either. He, he was a no name guy, but he got drafted, so he was a pro guy. I just felt like with Sam Howell, I loved how he threw the ball underneath mm-hmm. and everything of that. I was like, eh. like I thought he was accurate to a point. It was accurate underneath. I liked his arm strength underneath. I like the zip he put on the ball. Deep, he doesn't really threaten defenses deep that much. His feet in the pocket weren't that bad to me. Like, he looked pretty well-schooled, but I guess that's what you get when you go to North Carolina. And then running ability, man. He can move. The kid can scoot a little bit. But overall, small frame, small body, not that tall. I just see him as a like another developmental quarterback who's a good backup, like a Will Greer or someone like that. Man. Will Greer, uh, who's another backup? Maybe like a Kellen Mond type guy. Really? I, I just don't see it with this dude, man. I just I, I don't like his release. This motherfucker took the most sacks I've ever seen. Dude, he's just like, oh, I'm well, not, his offense line just sucked. gonna look. Around. I'm like, yeah, but don't you have some type of internal clock where you're like, oh, it's been five seconds. I, just, I should probably I, throw the fucking ball. I just think the talent around him just really sucks. So you man. think that was really dragging him down? No, it really was because if if he was coming out last year. I feel like he'll be in that that Davis Mills area of last year, like if he would have came out. Because of all the talent that he was working with, his stats were up, his play was better. So I, I just really think the talent drop-off really just... I don't like how he looked. To me, it was also another thing. It was like when you took off in the pocket, it was like, I'm just going to run. I'm never going to throw the ball. But again, that could lead back into what you were saying when... You lose the guys, you don't trust them, and then it kind of leads to that type of thing happening. I just you can't teach accuracy, and with him, the mechanics I like, everything is just solid, and I can see somebody getting a steal in like the fourth or third round with this kid. What's his ceiling? Baker Mayfield, a good Baker, (laughs) a good Baker. Baker, look, people want to talk shit about Baker now because of the the uh this last attitude, half season yeah. yeah all the attitude problems but baker was one of the most accurate quarterbacks you've seen coming out he was are you really not gonna say that just looking at you bro. it's hard it's <laughs> you disagree i think when you throw a lot of screens and little cheap little dump off passes your completion percentage looks more accurate than it is i think baker's accurate when everything's perfect it's like oh we got a great throw i gotta yeah. step into this well there's levels to this max yeah. There's levels to this. That's what that's what I think. Sam Howell, he's like on the Baker level, where it's like, man, maybe if you're on a stacked old line, stacked team, you can lead it, but everything else, you're kind of just like, no, you cannot, sir. Some guys can't lead it regardless, bro. And then, <laughs> that is also accurate. So, would you be betting Sam Howell be acting in a progressive commercial as Baker's like stunt? Though I hope not. That's just, just the, the kiss, kiss of, of death. death. Yeah, kiss of death. Yeah. 
So that brings us to our last quarterback we're going to talk about, which is my fifth quarterback, Carson Strong. You think you're going to find the next Josh Allen, Max? He's not Josh Allen. He's not even close. <laughs> you know, my player comp for is Joe Flacco. And I know that sounds like a diss, but it's not. He's kind of a throwback in the sense where he's going to sit back there. I know he comes from a bullshit offense in Nevada, but he can really throw the ball. He's got a good arm. He's His motion's nice. He's got the size. It's just going to come down to as immobile as he is, is he going to be able to survive in today's NFL? And he's had a really bad knee injury. But I just love what I saw with the arm talent and stuff. I get you. That shit just scares the living shit out of me. Yeah, like the cons are you can't move. Uh, you know, your your mechanics need a little bit of like tooling. See, yeah. Lots re, of tooling. Re, like fixing basically you come from the air raid, which doesn't have the best record of quarterback producing. And you love to stare guys down. You just love it. I'm like, I'm oh, fucking that guy's doing that. I've got him. I yeah. see him go the whole way. Not going to progress through it. But like I said, if if five, four and five and six, I mean me, one through five, it's like, yeah. I mean, I think like one, I think like one through three is kind of like, yeah, we can kind of work with these dudes, and then four or five or six is like, you got to get so lucky. Yeah. Did we say our Kenny Pickett comparisons? I don't think we did because mine was Taylor Heineke. Oh dang it! I feel I was like a Joe Burrow light. Joe Burrow. Okay. Joe Burrow light. Just wanted to make sure. I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> he's on a lot of these videos really though uh is that all that's, that's all the that's it man i feel like we're kind of shortchanging it a little bit but i just feel like man there's no marquee guy there's no debate to be had really there but you know what it's Max? just like what do you like do you like it it's like this one say i have five cheeseburgers right mm -hmm. and i have five different sets of toppings you might like one more than the other but that doesn't mean any of them that doesn't mean like you hate cheeseburgers. It just means this one's a little better. You know what I mean? It's just like they're always kind of like, okay, you don't like the Kenny Pickett burger as much as you like the Desmond Ritter. Okay. That's just because you have different preferences. It's not like we can agree. Trevor Lawrence burger is better than these guys. You know what I mean? That's what it came down to in this draft. It's just like you're going to take a swing. You're probably going to get burnt, but you might strike gold. That's what it is. If I had a bet on one of these guys to go early, Malik Willis. Because some team oh, – this just takes one team on. I love the kid. I love his talent. I love the arm. I love the way he works. And that's all it could be. And you know, you know what? Malik Willis, if you talk to him, would be like, I'm the hardest worker. I'm going to work at it until I get it. And it could change everything. Then we can make a video about him one day. Well, we'll see. Um, the last time that we've had a, a really bad class like this that I can remember was 2013. The EJ – yeah, because that one didn't – I don't even think it had a single, like, good quarterback. Like, EJ sucked. Matt Barkley sucked. Geno sucked. Those are all – these are all backups. Uh, what's his name? Mike Lennon had a, a moment. So, we got EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike Lennon, Matt Barkley, Ryan Nassib, Tyler Wilson, Raider Great. Landry Jones hanging on – is he still in the league? No, he's yeah. gone. You think BJ it's going to be that bad? Oh, Matt McGloin might have had the best credit anybody in Matt this. Matt McGloin. That's pretty bad. I think this one is going to have at least one quarterback. I just don't know who it's, who it's going to be. I think the quarterback play from 2013 is drastically improved in the youngsters. Yes. So I think, like you said, there might be one, maybe two. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure who they are. Like I said, I'm, I'm a betting man. I bet on one of the top three guys making it. Everyone else, like, no. And there might be someone we didn't even talk about or didn't watch that much film on. Right. And 
to be honest, there really wasn't anyone else that like popped out to me. No, not really. I think that's gonna do it, man. Uh, twenty twenty two QB draft class. That's gonna do it for the NFL prospects. If you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, comment down below, like the video. Comment down. What do you guys think of this QB class? Are we tripping? Uh, is there some superstars? Do you guys like Malik Willis? Maybe, maybe not a big fan of Kenny Pickett like we are. Uh, tell us all your thoughts, man. Negative, positive, neutral, whatever, dude. We'll, we'll take aggressive, aggressive, passive. passive, all that stuff, bro. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify listeners, go ahead and hit that uh, review button. The five star review. Five star review. Not four, not three, not two, not one. Five. Put up them Kenny Pickett hands. Five, baby. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That is at Max underscore Juancast. I think that's going to do it, Max. Anything else? I wish they were a little better one, but we never know. We shall see. I'm hyped up for the draft. It's around the corner. Our mock draft will be out soon. Mock draft, bro. Maybe we'll have another. Uh, I think we're the kings at the mock draft 1.0. We never, I don't think we ever go up to, do we go up to 2.0 last yeah. year? Yeah. We'll lead to two because there's two of us, but this year we're like one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like that. Next year we won't even do one. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> People good. got like mock drafts 12.0. I'm just like, Jesus. I got, uh, let's do our 2023 mock as soon as the draft's over. <laughs> we just got to finish our big board now that we're done with all our prospects. We'll probably make a big board. Tell you guys about that. But till the next video, guys, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We out. Peace. Peace.